Get updated with the hottest news in insurance, finance, and the newest innovation in InsureTech and FinTech in these difficult times. Hear it from one of the most known and respected voices in the industry, Dr. Robin Kiera, and his guest of today. Hey guys, this is the EU InsureTech and Investment Show with Florian Graillot and me, Robin Kiera, from the beautiful city of uh, Paris and Hamburg. And we have a very special guest from high up in the north, Marco Was, CEO and co-founder of the Claims Carbon Institute. Um, thank you very much, you all, for being here at this point in time. Thank you for inviting us, Robin. Thanks a lot. Yeah, and by the way, if you, if you are out there um, and you know you can watch this show as a, you know later or now, don't hesitate to ask questions, share, like, comment and show the algorithms that you love insurance. Florian, did you prepare some numbers for this month? Yeah, as usual. Hi, everybody. Thanks a lot, Marco, for being with us. A few words about how uh, November went in terms of investment in the insurtech scene. So still in the average in terms of number of rounds announced, eight deals were announced for a total of 66 million euros. What is interesting is that it seems that there is a slight comeback from Series A round, uh, high security in cybersecurity, Napo around uh, pet insurance in the UK, and Omnius even with 12 million euros in, uh, in Germany, were quite significant compared to the small rounds that we uh, um, had, let's say, uh, got used to in the previous, uh, previous months. Interesting that the UK is back again in uh, number one position in terms of activity. Uh, and obviously, we are very happy to have uh, Marco and Claims Carbon because you announced a round slight disclaimer. We have invested uh, in, uh, in Claims Carbon. Uh, nevertheless, thanks a lot, uh, Marco, for being with us uh, today. And maybe to start with, for those that don't know Claims Carbon, can you in one or two sentences explain basically what you are doing? Yes, thank you, Florian. Uh, I'm based up in the Nordic, but traveling a lot to Europe. CO2 neutral. Uh, what I, what we do at Claims Carbon, or what, why we are here, we are to decarbonize the insurance industry. And what we exactly mean with that is that in your insurance exposure, in your supply chain, you can make a huge impact on insurer to become net zero. Mm -hmm. And we are a source company who help insurance companies with data and insight in the journey to net zero. Yeah, very, well, uh, thank you very much. We have our first comment from Brian Wigger who said he loves also insurance. He's from Switzerland, so we say back we love insurance in Switzerland for sure too. Um, yes, uh, Florian, you have prepared some mean questions, I heard. Yeah, definitely, and and maybe the first uh, the first question because we uh, basically know that uh, uh, insurance companies are quite ahead of the market in terms of fighting, uh, let's say, climate change. Um, but obviously, uh, as an investor and may, um, as, a, as a user as well, we see a lot of uh, horizontal players that are helping companies or people tracking their CO2 emissions. So can you say how you compare to this player? Uh, are you, I guess, not redundant, uh, rather complementary to this player? So can you say a few words about that and, and basically what and why uh, you are doing things so specifically to the insurance base? First, if you start with your last question, why, why in this vertical, why us insurance? 
And yeah. first, it's a huge industry. That means they have a very positive impact if they succeed becoming net zero. Roughly 1% of the CO2 emissions globally arise from the supply chain of an insurance company. So that's why we're here. It's a huge opportunity, both for the climate and also for us as a company. Second, uh, there are a lot of companies focusing on insurance company's operations. Usually that's one to 5% of the CO2 emissions of insurance company. Then we have the investment exposure and that's the red ocean. I mean, of course, the insurance industry has done that for many years and roughly about 50 to 60% of the emissions arise from the investments. Then you have the insurance exposure left and no one has thought about it before. We are in the forefront and usually it's 30 to 40% of the emissions. So why we are here, first we are insurance nerds, worked, worked in the industry many years and we strongly believe if you're gonna succeed, you need to be a nerd in this industry because it's a lot about data, you need to know about the value chain. So that's why we started here and why we believe we have also potential to make huge impact, actually de decreasing the CO2 emissions globally. Yeah, and, and by the way, that's a, a good transition to the, to the team itself because you refer to yourself as a, a nerd or geek of the yeah. uh, insurance space. C can you say a few words about especially the background, yours, uh, obviously, and maybe uh, the, the two or, or, or three other key people in the founding team uh, that, uh, that are relevant because it says something about the market, the positioning and, and where the idea is coming from, which is obviously uh, uh, always very uh, interesting to learn about. Mm. Yeah, we are four founders, and I think most of us started early 2000 working in the insurance industry and started with, I mean, in the core, I'll say, units in the insurance company, underwriting risk as a liability modeling. So that was our starting point in the insurance industry. So, I mean, of course, that's a very good background if you want to start build models algorithms in the insurance industry you need to know the basics because the insurance industry is very as you know financial driven model driven i mean that's the culture so i mean to be able to succeed in this vertical you need to have you need to know your customer very well and then we have now also how to say i worked the last three four years in the tech industry actually with automatic claims in private healthcare. But what is good, I will learn about the tech parts. So hopefully we are a good team. But to be honest, what we are lacking now is we need to increase our knowledge on the sustainability side because we know what we are good on and we are what we are not good in. Yes. You said you said you're a model driven or we are a model driven industry. I mean, look at us. Of course, we're yes. model driven. <laughs> all kidding aside. Yes. Um, um, I mean, we're insurance nerds. We can make mm. these jokes. Um, but let's talk about a different model, business model. So I understand your concept, but what are you actually selling? What is your product? How, what can I buy from you? Well, what you can buy from us, I mean, you can actually, you, you can buy a source platform from us, promoter insurance. And what, what actually does it mean in a startup? Don't forget, we've been around roughly a year. So what you buy from us today is that we maybe get 700,000 claims you export to us. You get, yeah. you get data back on each claim 
what the CO2 emissions are. Of course, then you can start to aggregate in a dashboard how you want to slice and dice and see on portfolio level, find the hotspot, digging into in the individual claims. And of course, as an insurer, what really matters, okay, you get the baseline, but of course you want to start on what moves the needle. I mean, because yeah. you want to make, make impact, both on the sustainability side, but don't forget, there is also a return on investment side here, because if you start to use more recycled parts instead of new repair parts, of course, the margins are better. And to put it frank, of course, the insurers are also interesting, both on the impact side and even make, um, having better margins in the future. But of course, you need to have a discussion, who, who, how should you split these margins? Is it the OEM, is it the insurer, or if, is it the client? And the customer should so but what you're saying is so I understand I understand that an insurer um, or let's put it that way when we have regulatory regulatory um, pressure on us that we you know, need to you know become carbon neutral by whatever yes. 2500 or something like that mm-hmm. all kidding aside um, that then that makes sense but what you're saying actually is um, you know saving the world uh, does also have a positive impact on your return on invest because yes. carbon, uh, intense claims are very likely to be also very expensive and if you have a carbon uh, neutral or saving uh, way to handle that claim that may be even better for the bottom line correct and of course worked in the nordics and now i work also with customers in europe i mean of course every market is different I have to say the customers have to say are more or less prepared of the value proposition. If you if the insurer makes change in the terms and conditions, okay, I I I accept that my bumper are fixed with plastic or repaired reused plastic in some countries and others not. But I mean, for me the trend is clear. I think the world will go much more to a circular economy. Think about the next customer. Think, think about you have high claims inflation right now. So, I mean, I, 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 but it will take time in some countries and some countries not. For example, when I discuss with clients in Southern America, this is no issue because they have so high claims inflation. They have so much, how to say, cracks in the car in Sao Paulo. So, this is not a problem. And of course, when I talk with clients in Germany, of course, this topic is a little bit more difficult. Yeah, and, and that's, uh, that's interesting because you refer to several geographies. Uh, and, and back to the point that you raised, Robin, the truth is that there is no regulation yet uh, in that space. So uh, it's also a need from, uh, let's say, the insurance space and an understanding from the insurers themselves that they have an interest uh, in, into that direction. And by the way, they, yeah. they have uh, launched the uh, Net Zero uh, Insurance Association, um, which is a proactive uh, way, let's say, to promote um, the, the, the road to, to Net Zero. I believe that they, they have such uh, damages to take care of due to the climate change that they have an interest even in terms of business uh, to be careful with uh, climate change and, and try to be uh, to be careful obviously tracking and getting the data is uh, is one point um, so you briefly mentioned the us you mentioned you refer to germany mm. i guess that that you obviously have also a footprint a nice footprint in the nordics uh, ca- can you say a bit uh, about your existing customer in rather in terms of 
which kind of players are they? Uh, is there any loca location that is uh, uh, more advanced, at least in your pipeline? Um, yeah, the big pictures in terms of uh, business development would be uh, very nice. Yes, uh, we have clients in all the Nordic countries. Uh, we have uh, now clients in Germany and also pretty soon a, cl a client in the UK. And so, I mean, what is, I mean, ni like, nice for us as a company is that the product is, itself is scalable. I mean, a motor insurance looks almost the same in Stockholm than in Hamburg, Cologne, or UK. I mean, the, I mean, the product is, itself is very scalable. That means that it's for us as a company, when we started in the Nordics, we went to, to Germany quite quickly. They understood that we, we have a model that will work also in Germany. So, so that's why I think we have got quite quickly a footprint outside the Nordic. Usually as a company, it's difficult to, to leave your home turf as Nordic is. And, and I mean, the traditional clients we have, they have traditional PNC companies, have a large motor portfolio and, and understand why you should start with motor insurance. And of course, I will come back to that next product, of course, will be property. And of course, property is a little bit more complex because the claims are much more heterogeneous compared to uh, claims in, in, in motor insurance. And, okay, so, and, so, so basically you started with, because that was one of my questions, why did you started with car insurance instead of home, health or whatever? Uh, so is, is that only around the uh, complexity of the product no. for, for home? Yeah. No, also where is the car larger carbon footprint? Yeah. Uh, it is in motor insurance and it's so easy why it is because cars are made of steel, aluminum and plastic and those are still very carbon intensive industry and i don't know but at least in the nordics there are many projects now about fast fossil free steel but it will take time before that will go out, out in i'll say commercial production in large volumes and second another one takeaway we have from the nordics is that evs i mean of course you said for example in germany after 2035, we will now only uh, manufacture uh, EVs. And of course, that will be an interesting challenge for the insurance industry, how to tackle claims for EVs. And we have the experience from Nordics. And surprise, surprise, most people think that EVs will be good short-term regarding carbon emissions, but the answer is, is the opposite. EV is electric vehicles. Yes, sorry, yes. They are, they are they are to be a little bit insurance nerdy. They are heavy. When when you have an accident, usually the cost is much more because how they're constructed. And thirdly, the batteries is still a problem. Uh, you uh, you ha we haven't fixed that then yet in the global how how to recycle the batteries in an efficient way. I could start now a political discussion, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. And I would invite a lot of my friends sitting in various parliaments, but I don't because, you know, we want to keep the show running. Um, yes. Let's go down the insurance route. Um, you have raised some money. I heard the big question is, what are your plans for the future? Because I have a funny feeling that your model 
uh, does not only work in the countries you're in right now, but it's, you know, it's a tech platform, it's SaaS, it's scalable. Mm. Uh, the use cases are pretty similar from country to country. So what are your conquering the world plans? Conquering plans. Of course, you need to have a product that the customer wants to have. We need to continue to, how to say, improve our motor model. But we, are, we have now started to work with a property model. And hopefully we have that in place end of quarter one, the first version of it. And uh, as I said before, the challenge with property most likely will be that if you start with the retail and move up in the, in, in the large corporates, I would say the, the risks and are a little bit different. Uh, so we need to, of course, as a source company, as a product company, we need to constantly develop our products. And if it, and then I think end of next year, hopefully we'll go into health insurances because we have got a lot of requests. Could you please help us with carbon calculations regarding health insurances? Not so much in the Nordic, but in those countries where the private healthcare is a big part uh, of the total spending. Th those insurers and suppliers are very interesting in what we are doing. And of course, then you need to scale up the team. We need to find talents. So if you have any talents out there, please okay. reach out to Claims Carbon. We, are, we need to you will find on our webpage which, which talents we need shortly or already today. Are you, are you looking for people uh, uh, in Stockholm? Are you looking no, for no. people? No, I mean, I've, I, we have said remote first uh, because some of these... Uh, um, talents we need, they don't, don't have to be based in Stockholm or Helsinki or Oslo. Yes, and then, I work. mean, uh, so yes, product, talent, uh, both on the tech side, and also I forgot to say sustainability side. As I started to say uh, 15 minutes ago, we know insurance, we are insurance geeks, but we don't know sustainability so good yet. So of course we need talents that comes from the other to say um, sector and, and and by the way maybe to to make the link with the the product because you you yeah. you detail your plans let's say to go beyond motor uh, insurance to property then then health to to better uh, understand how you can replicate basically what you have uh, built so far in such different uh, areas uh, can you yes. share a bit about the, the basically the customer journey? So uh, how does that process? You, you refer to the SaaS platform, uh, yes. but what's the relationship in terms of flow, in terms of data probably with the uh, the customers? First, we can start with the, how we say, GSC protocol. There's a protocol how to do, do the CO2 emission calculations, carbon. So that, that's already fixed, how to say. So you need to follow that. But I will not go into detail with that because then people will leave the meeting. Um, uh, but secondly, I mean, what, what, we, what, what insurance companies are good in, they have the financial data. So, yeah. so I mean, what we, we have how to scalable algorithm, how to combine financial data from the insurance companies with carbon data. Uh, so, I mean, that's why hopefully it will work when we go to other lines of businesses also. But, and, and in the end of the day, what we would like to have, and it will take some time, today, I would say insurance companies have financial data, but they don't have, what I say, activity data, how many kilograms they use. 
the day they know how many kilograms they spent on steel aluminum. Of course, then the data quality will be even better because don't forget the insurance industry has been around for two, 300 years and it's based on financial data. But I can talk a lot about what will happen yeah. in, in the data quality on the sustainability side because this has been a challenge on the, on the investment exposure also. But the important thing, you need to start. Otherwise, it will be too late if you think about the big picture. And actually, if you're going to have 2050, one and a half degrees, the Paris Agreement, I mean, if you think a little bit wider, that's what really matters. And we're already behind. Sorry to say that. Yeah, definitely. And maybe a, a few words on the geographic scale. So you have already mentioned that you have... a. Um, a bit of traction beyond your domestic market, but do, do you have any, uh, let's say, specific plan in mind or do you expect any market to be more, uh, let's say, uh, um, uh, answering or, or, or interested in, in the product that you are, that you are offering? Uh, you refer to Germany, you mentioned the UK, maybe France, the, the US. So how do you see the, the, the geographic expansion or, or is that pure opportunistic? No, it's not poor opportunistic. I mean, it, when you get a footprint in one country, which we have in Germany, of course, then you see traction. And with one of our clients in Germany, they are a global player. And I had the opportunity to meet all the CEOs of that insurance company. And that, because then I saw that claims inflation are very high, like in Spain, Portugal, Southern America, then there was a huge interest in the product. And then when I talked about UK, then the CEO said, okay, then we have our biggest problem is with OEMs because they just want to send us new parts, original parts, expensive parts. So, I mean, may, it's both being getting a footprint and being a little bit op opportunistic. Australia is another country, I mean, showing a great interest. As you know, they have huge climate, uh, how to say, problems, and of course, there are a lot of activities there from the legislation part that actually putting pressure on large corporations to decrease the carbon emissions. Uh, yeah, me, that, that's my answer today. But as a startup, things change also. You need something. You need, you need to be opportunistic also. But you, don't, you don't have a fault to sit on the side and say, ah, doesn't sound good. That's not why I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I mean, thank you for, for sharing that. But I find really interesting for every entrepreneur watching right now or actually salesperson mm. is, you know, if you get an entry into a larger organization which has subsidiaries in different countries, it can help you enter these countries when, you know, the boss of country A says to boss of country B, hey, these are great guys. Have a look at mm. them. They, have a, uh, they can solve a problem. Mm. You have one last question, I think. Yeah, maybe on, on, on the, 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 the team itself, uh, you, you refer to a, a few uh, profiles uh, mm. before. Uh, you also mentioned uh, that, that you have a, a kind of a remote, uh, remote footprint, but is there any uh, uh, yeah, specific background that you are looking for? So you refer to uh, knowledge in ESG, uh, but uh, around the, the sales or the product itself, uh, uh, is there any uh, specific, let's say, profiles or background that you are looking for? Um, are you uh, looking for uh, startup people, tech people, corporate people? 
this kind of uh, this kind of background beyond again the geography that we hear oh, yeah. is not a, a point uh, uh, to start with. My wish list for Christmas is to, yeah. twofold. <laughs> I need a, a person who really likes to dig into data, carbon data, because of course we want to improve the quality of what we're doing. I mean, really, who thinks that's interesting and important thing? what we call an impact analyst or a data analyst. That's my first wish. Second wish, of course, we need to scale up the team. And one important thing is that you need to have, a, as you say in the tech world, a customer success manager, because you need yeah. to keep the customers happy. You need to understand what they want to have. And of course, if they're happy and what we know what, what they want to have, of course, they will get revenues. So, so these two, I would say talents, we all started to look in search for actually this Friday. So that's my wish list before Christmas. And after Christmas, I, I mean, we already have um, some senior, how to say, uh, uh, old um, insurance nerds in the Europe. And it, it, it has worked very well because it can be door openers. Uh, because usually we, we need to start to discuss on sea level otherwise it will take too long time yeah. and, and, and by the way as speaking of the the christmas uh, kind of wish list yes. um, <laughs> for, for for the uh, insurance company that are listening to to us uh, can you give us an idea of how fast uh, they they could uh, they could start working with you are we speaking about uh, let's say months of implementation or is that something that you can start with a part of their uh, their claim portfolio and then uh, then expand uh, yeah just a, a kind of time frame uh, of a project say, if uh, they want to work uh, with of you. course first you need to have all the contractual issues and usually goes quite quickly i'm surprised even the big insurance companies have quick processes these days but i mean a good case is with this german insurance company who is very big we had the first meeting in beginning of august and i mean the first house steering group meeting and the data output was 28th of september that's very fast for the German yes. insurance industry. If I would know which insurer it was, it probably would deserve a medal, award, <laughs> or recognition of some kind. Uh, because sometimes we're working for insurance clients like two years, you know, mm. uh, and then we have like two days for implementation. Uh, but I didn't want to interrupt. So uh, that sounds like a pretty great and fast uh, way and to convince an insurance and insurance decision maker so quickly to put mm. all the resources and making all of that possible. You know, this should be an advertisement, but it, you know, it speaks for the solution, I think, yes. and I'm not invested. Um, one last question, because we know you have a lot of things to do. Um, and one last question for you is, you now shared a lot uh, for, our, um, for our listeners. Is there anything uh, the listeners can do for you? Go into Claims Carbon webpage and apply for Carbon Analyst and Customer Success Manager. And All right. Thank you very much. Got that. So, and everybody can tag people here who think that should be a good move. And they are remote first, so you don't need to move to the, um, you know, not cheap city of Helsinki, Oslo, or Stockholm. Thank you very much uh, for everybody here watching. Thank you very much, Marco, for coming here, and Florian for being the best sidekick in the international insurance, insurtech, and investment sphere. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Robin. Thank Thanks a lot, Marco. Thank See you very you. much. Bye.